This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Wednesday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. Cork Business Association is to seek clarity from the government on the future plans for outdoor dining. The Taoiseach didn't address the matter or the sector in last evening's State of the Nation address on the government's plans surrounding the easing of COVID-19 restrictions and it now looks likely that hospitality won't be reopening until at least June. Meanwhile, it's expected that a €17 million fund to help businesses serving food pay for more outdoor seating will be announced later today with grants of up to €4,000 available for each premises. Claire Nash who owns Nash 19 in the city, says the longer they remain closed, the more difficult it is. They've already lost a lot of employees and are facing a crisis to find staff and their industry needs a six to eight week lead in. Speaking to Red FM News, Claire says they're seeking a meeting through the CBA with Ministers Michael McGrath and Simon Coveney on the issue of outdoor dining. The deeper we go, the less chance of um, a bounce of recovery there is for us. And I suppose we had thought that definitely we get the outdoor dining piece I'm not sure did the T-shirt actually just forget us or was it a slip of a pen, but he never mentioned the word hospitality, restaurants, cafes or outdoor dining. Well, I'm hoping that the Restaurant Association will seek clarity on it, certainly the Cork Business Association are seeking clarity this morning on it. Um, we've asked for a meeting with Michael McGrath and with Simon Coveney on where are we going, um, hospitality in the city and retail has to go hand in hand. Publicans in Cork, meanwhile, are bitterly frustrated by a lack of a plan for reopening amid fears that debt is mounting for many pub owners. Pubs have been among the businesses most impacted by COVID restrictions with many closed for over a year. Speaking to Red FM News, Michael O'Donovan of the Vintners Federation of Ireland in Cork says some of their members are increasingly fearful that they might never reopen. It's frustration at the moment, not knowing what to do, when we're going to do it. And I suppose, look, there's also the fear factor because finances, we keep going on about it, but they're getting thinner and thinner. And look, people are getting stretched. Debt is starting to mount up as well for, for many. So it, it's just... Um, it's just getting very frustrating at this stage. Meanwhile, Click and Collect was another service that went unmentioned by the Taoiseach in last evening's announcement. Joan Lucy of Vibes and Scribes in the city told Red FM News that the service is crucial for many businesses, but she's more concerned about the lack of any mention on the reopening of retail. There is no mention about opening up retail. I mean, Click and Collect, to be honest, for some businesses, works well. It's a difficult thing to operate for our sort of business where people are buying a lot of small products together. But I'm sort of disappointed there is no mention at all about when retail is actually going to open up. It's like as if retail is very much nearly forgotten at the moment. Like click and collect, it's not going to help a business survive. Some businesses, it might make a big difference to for a lot of retail. We need more than that. The Taoiseach says changes to the vaccination rollout will mean people at most risk will get the injections first. Once over 70s, those with underlying conditions and the medically vulnerable are vaccinated, appointments will be made on the basis of age alone. The housing minister says no disrespect is intended for the change to the vaccine priority list. The new list is now based on age instead of occupation, but it's been criticised by teachers, Gardaí and family carers. Dara O'Brien says the new list is more efficient and aims to get the country back to normality. I think people are anxious to get the vaccine and I understand that completely this will help get more people vaccinated quicker and get our country back to normal quicker by doing it in a very simplified way a more efficient way so it actually help more people as society in general to follow this path and and that's why I'm 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 confident in this decision 
The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. I'm Rory on Sport, and Republic of Ireland boss Stephen Kenny says he's well able to handle the criticism. The boys in green drew one all with Qatar last night, which means the former Dundalk manager is now without a win in his first 11 games in charge. James McLean had given Ireland an early lead, however, the World Cup hosts equalised just after the restart through Mohamed Montari. The pressure on Kenny continues to grow, but he says he can handle what the critics say. I've experienced a lot in my life and I feel really strong. I don't, to be honest with you, it doesn't hurt me because you know what, I don't care. I know what I'm doing, very clear what I'm doing, real clarity in what I'm trying to implement. And I don't care what anyone says. I'm very clear what I want to do. And that, you know, it's irrelevant to me what other people think, to be honest with you. But there are people coming out of the woodwork that want, want the kickers while we're down. And that's very evident. In Ireland's World Cup qualifying group last night, Portugal had a 3-1 win over Luxembourg, while Serbia had a 2-1 win away to Azerbaijan. Tonight, Northern Ireland hosts Bulgaria in Group C. Scotland are at home to Faroe Islands in Group F. And in Group I, England hosts Poland at Wembley. They're all at 7.45. In Gaelic Games, a GAA club in West Cork is under investigation by Gargi for possible breaches of COVID-19 restrictions. The Irish Examiner report that the incident occurred earlier this month. Gargi have confirmed they're investigating a sports club in West Cork, while a statement from Cork GAA says they're aware of media reports of the alleged breach and that any club found to have been in breach of the public health guidance will face consequences as a result. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. Adrian Cummins is the CEO of the Restaurant Association. He squeezed me in this morning on a busy morning, so I'm appreciative of that. Adrian, good morning. Good morning. You still don't have clarity as such, you don't, with regards to restaurants and we can throw gastro pubs and wet pubs into the mix. Would you be, would you be thinking it'll be after the hotels and the B&Bs and guest houses say open in June, or w- will it be July? Or, or what do you think? Well, Neil, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Um, we don't know. We're in we're in kind of no man's land at the moment. That we have we've no line of sight when we're we'll be allowed to open, what dates, or time frame metrics, or what is the roadmap to reopening restaurants across the country. Uh, the government uh, did announce that yesterday evening that they would reopen hotels and guest houses in June <clears throat> and then uh, right across our industry everybody started asking the question what's the difference between a restaurant uh, standalone independent restaurant or a coffee shop and a restaurant inside in a hotel that's or a right. guest house yeah that's right I mean that to me uh, didn't make sense to us uh, we all would like to, we ever like we all want to open uh, we want to open safely and if you're opening hotels and guest houses safely well then there's no reason why you couldn't open a restaurant or a coffee shop which is independent beside it safely as well to me it caused, it's caused fury across our industry annoyance and also it caused a lot of worry to businesses that they don't know where they where they stand at the moment doesn't it tie in though with vaccinations and vaccine numbers as to where we're at and that he kind of implied yesterday or last night that that would be that the vast majority of the population will will have significant protection many will have two doses many will have one by july and that really summer proper and all businesses proper would be from july onwards he called um he called it significant opportunities to reopen even further would that wouldn't that be you guys in july uh, I I agree that the vaccine rollout is the silver bullet for us and the speed and scale of the vaccine programme has to be uh, where we need to be as a country. Uh, and we will get to, and we hope we will get to, the 80% by the end, end of June. But what the confusion is here is 
what's the difference between one part of hospitality and another part of hospitality when you have two identical businesses? That's where we, we are confused and we feel that we, we should be able to allow uh, restaurants, independent restaurants, coffee shops open in line with hotels because it'll be the same customers that'll be going into both, uh, both uh, hotels and guest houses. It'll be vaccinated or non-vaccinated unless the government have a plan around a vaccine certificate that they haven't uh, outlined yet that to they us. haven't said yeah so just finally before i let you go we're talking about at least 130,000 workers across the country many many more of course who are employed in other businesses that supply the restaurants the gastro pubs and the cafe owners imagine that some of that those staff have left hospitality Will there be a shortage of staff when things get back? And indeed, will all of the restaurants and cafes even reopen? Will some, like pubs, just go by the board? Uh, to answer your question, Neil, yes, to, to you know, all parts of that question. You're going to have a chronic shortage of staff when we reopen. That's a fact because so many workers have moved to other, other uh, occupations because they need to pay bills and pay mortgages and, and get on with their lives. Yeah. Uh, and with regards to closures, we... We know, and we can see it internally in our own surveys of businesses, that we would expect about 50% of restaurants will go to the wall because the business support that they're getting at the moment isn't enough to keep these businesses afloat. Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily.